Jeff Katz, News Radio 1140 WRVA. It is Monday afternoon. Who's the first guy on Star Trek to get killed each episode? It's a guy in the red shirt, right? It is. If you're wearing a red shirt in any episode of Star Trek, you're not long for the episode. I'm telling you, the next White House communications director, whoever that is, has to wear a red shirt. That's what he's got to do, because there's no telling how long he lasts. Anthony Scaramucci lasted eight days on the job. Eight days. I don't know if we're counting weekends. No, I guess not. I guess eight work week, eight work days, right? So Monday through Friday, he's got the weekend off. Comes in on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He's done. So, all right. Well, today's Monday. All right, so I guess he was done today. All right, so he get what did he start on a Wednesday? He must have started on a Wednesday. Works Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's not bad, right there. Did you ever start a job in the middle of the week? That's a great deal. It's like it's like uh, it's like school vacation. Hey, we're going to school when the school starts. Well, we're going to go to school on on Wednesday, but then Thursday and Friday, the first two days of uh, some sort of vacation somewhere. We'll be back on Monday. That's not bad. So he lasts eight days on the job. And he's done. Anthony Scaramucci. He's gone. His wife already said, hey, I'm divorcing you. Because I, uh, I I don't want to go to D.C. I don't like Trump or the idea of living in D.C. <clears throat> She's pregnant, by the way. She's like, she could give birth at any second. Scaramucci wanted so much to work for Trump and to work in the White House. He said, yeah, that's, that's fine. I don't care. Go ahead. Divorce me. I'll be fine without you. I have the president. Eh, not now. Like he was willing to not even be around when his uh, his child, I think it's a son, I think they said it's a son, is was going to be born. All he wanted to do was to be in the White House, be near the president. He loves Trump. Well, <clears throat> he loved Trump. I'm not sure how he's feeling today. So he lasts for eight days, and now he's done. How do you list that? Seriously, is there anybody who works in HR especially? Anybody who's ever had to be creative in their resume writing? How do you list an eight-day employment? I think in most cases, you wouldn't even list it, right? You just, those would be eight lost days. I want to know how you would handle that. What do you write on your resume? I mean, that's even a matter of hours, isn't it? What? How many hours in a world? All right, so eight, 64 hours as the White House communications director, right? Eight hours in a day. I, well, I guess they work more than eight hours. All right, 10 hours. 80 hours as the White House communications director. Wow. How do you do that? I didn't even know how you could explain that. You know, sometimes when you do a resume, you just use years, and if you think about it, you could get really creative. Let's say you got hired in, I don't know, December of one year, and you left that job in February of another year, right? Could you could you bridge all of that? Could you get a couple of years out of that? Yeah, probably. And then you just you list the you go, oh, that's okay. Yeah, look, he was there for a year or two years. That's interesting. And you really weren't. Okay. You're not lying to anybody, but just using the years. This guy didn't even make a change a month. Right? Even if it would have said July and August. 
All right, so for two months, and he could say, well, you know, for two months I was there helping the president. July and August I was there helping the president. I told him I wasn't, go- I wasn't moving. I was going, I had to go back to New York. My wife was pregnant, but, you know, for that summer I was there helping the president. Dude, you didn't even make the change of months. July 2017 to July 2017, White House Communications Director. How do you deal with something like that when you go in for your next gig? Jeff is in Henrico. Hey, Jeff, welcome to uh, News Radio 1140 WRVA. Hey, Jeff, back at you. How you been, man? I would list it as a brief, a short affair that <laughs> broke up my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's it is. It's like he was having an affair with Trump, the president, that broke up his marriage. It was a fling. It, <laughs> it, it, it I mean, with his love, he speaks about it like a woman. He he really. All right, so I'm not the only one that thinks he's got more than a major boy crush. Oh, you got that. Yeah, That's okay. Sure. All right. That's what I thought. All right. I thought, you know, sometimes I'm looking at going, geez, I don't know. I mean, God only knows how he got the job. I see I was trying to keep it. Good Lord. But all right. Yeah, I, I, I voted for him, but guess what? She gets she gets my checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> Not him. Not him. That's for sure. A brief, going, all right. Thank you, Matt. A brief fling with the president is how he would describe it. All right. Uh, Leah is in uh, Richmond. Leah, welcome to News Radio 1140 WRVA. Yeah. Hi. How's it going? Fine. Thanks. All right. Yeah. I think we're all doing better than Scaramucci today, at least. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, I would write it off as volunteer work. Okay. So it looks good to have that on your resume. That's Get some volunteer work. <laughs> For. For the month of July, it's it's a little bit like uh, those things it's that the rich people send their kids on, like those projects yeah. in in Belize. Oh, I was building homes for the poor people in Venezuela for a month, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. It looks good. Yeah. Volunteer. I volunteered as the director of communications. Okay. Yep. All right. Fair. Which, by the way, would you hire him? No. <laughs> Oh no no! no really? <laughs> Interesting. You think Too the what? Do you think that his wife now says, "Okay, I'm not going to divorce you after all"? Oh, I think she's already done. Really? She's already made up that mind. Oh. Up her mind on that. Usually, there's no going back. Really? Oh man, I was hoping that she would take him back. Anybody else think she's going to cancel the divorce? Right? Because her whole stated reason was that he was having. Uh, well, again, it was almost like an affair with the president. This Anthony Scaramucci loves him some President Trump. Oh, my God. Oh, he did. Well, he did up until today. I'm not sure how he feels today. But up until today, God, he sounded like a like a teenage girl talking about uh, some of the latest Hollywood stars. Oh, he's the bell. Oh, my God, what I would do for him. And, he's, uh, and now he's he's out of it. And I think his wife, who made very clear, look, I am not moving to D.C. That's what she told him. And he said, well, I don't care. I'm going to go work for the president. I love the president. The president loves me. And that's, it sounds a lot like a bad fling, don't you think? So now that he's out of it, do you think she takes him back? That's my other question. Kelly sends an email, says, Jeff, Scaramooch, Scaramooch, can you do the Fandango? Ever since he worked for Trump, I've had that song in my head. I can't get rid of it. Nikki says, Jeff, if I were him, I would list the uh, job as director of fake news. Huh. Yeah, all right. Interesting. Eric says, Jeff, he can put down on his resume that he was not the winning contestant on Donald Trump's reality show. 
July 2017. Well, that's quite true. I wonder, did he actually get the news from the president? Because the report was that he was escorted from the grounds of the White House. Like, Sean Spicer is still there. So this gives you some sense of where this is shaking out, right? Sean Spicer resigns, and he's immediately replaced with that uh, Sarah Huckleby Sanders, but he's still there in the White House because there have been talk that they kind of kick him upstairs, they give him a new role, he's going to be the, the senior deputy under something or other for something or other, and he's like, well, eh, I don't know, maybe. Scaramucci was going, oh, I'm not going to report to him. Under no circumstances would I report to him. Now it's Scaramucci that nobody's reporting to. And one of the things I think you've got to think about when you think about Scaramucci's uh, dismissal is that Scaramucci went out there telling people, hey, I got a direct line to the president. Now, there are a couple of folks who have tried that. But the two people that seem to have the direct line to the president are his daughter, Ivanka, and his son-in-law, Jared. And other than that, you're just not supposed to have one. General Kelly, we're told, has made, uh, made it clear to everybody, you're coming through me. Now, does that apply to the, to the family? I don't know. But he has said, you got to come through me. I think it's going to be interesting, and I think it's actually, in the long run, a good thing. Now, the question becomes, is that Steve Bannon the next one to go? Because Bannon's another one that people say, well, he just goes right into Trump, or he can talk right to Trump. Now, is he going to feel comfortable going through General Kelly? Because General Kelly is no-nonsense guy. And how do you list it on your resume? And do you think his wife takes it back? I'm not sure. See, like, I'm wondering if the wife, the whole thing was, well, this gives me a good out. Chuck's up in Hanover. Hey, Chuck, welcome to News Radio 1140, WRVA. Hey, how are you, sir? Fine, thanks. Hey, I know what I would do if I was him, how to clean it up. Yeah. I would, I would call it a seven-day audition for the White House Communications Director. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like a walk-on at uh, training camp. Hey, I got to play with the big boys. I just uh, I didn't get the starting post. Yeah, I, I can see that. Wow. Couldn't even bridge the month. I mean, today's the 31st. All he had to do was make it till tomorrow. And then at least on paper, it looks like, oh, how I spent my summer working at the White House. Right? It would be July and August. Ten years from now, nobody's going to remember. Ten days from now? Eh, Maybe. By the way, here's, (laughs) you're going to love this quote. I think you're going to love this quote. According to CNN, quote, source close to the White House says, and we quote, the days of tolerating bold in this White House are over. Good. It's about time. Anybody else notice since they dinch, ditched, what's his name, Reince Priebus, there haven't been any more leaks? Anybody else know, Anybody else doing the math on that one? I'm serious. Nothing. Nothing. I was never a big Reince Priebus fan just because, what the hell kind of name is Reince? R-E-I-N-C-E. It's like a brand. Oh, I need motor oil. Oh, try the Reince brand. You can't pronounce it, but it's unique. Even Priebus. And by the way, I'm sure there's somebody sitting at home going, you know, my name is Priebus. No offense. I guarantee you there's nobody whose name is Reince or Rance or Reince. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Reince, right? I haven't trusted him ever since I learned his name. 
But he was instrumental in Trump winning, whether you want to acknowledge it, whether Trump wants to acknowledge it or not. Right. All all those uh, GOP people eventually came on board and got him across the finish line. But my sense is that Reince Priebus was like a sieve. You know, everything that came out of there came from him. And again, again, you have to do some math. What's the one big thing in that White House that did not get leaked? The idea that Reince Priebus resigned a day before it was announced. That's the one thing that doesn't get leaked. Again, leads me to think he's the guy that was leaking all this stuff. Now, that Scaramucci character, if you remember, one of the first things he said during his tenure, we have to think way back to, you know, last week, when he said, we know who the leakers are. Well, I think maybe they did know who the leakers were. But Scaramucci himself gets uh, pushed aside. All right, good. I Look, I don't care. I don't know who's next, by the way. So let me give you a couple of things. you got to listen to a couple of uh, comments here. Mick Mulvaney. Now, I like Mick Mulvaney, the congressman, longtime congressman from up in uh, South, or down rather in South Carolina. And, and Mick's a good guy. Mick's been on the program. Well, he used to be on the program. Now he's, he's the director of the Office of Management and Budget. Very busy guy. But he says, look, the president needs and wants more discipline in the White House. Cut number one. Take Reince at his word. I don't think Reince is is hiding the ball on this at all. The president wanted uh, to change directions, wanted to go a different way in the way that office was managed. I think Reince was terribly effective, but was probably a little bit more uh, laid back and independent than the way he ran the office. And I think the president wants to go a different direction, wants a little bit more discipline, a little more structure in there. Um, You know that he enjoys working with generals. We have several of them in the administration who are doing extraordinary jobs, and the president likes that. So I simply think you saw him say, you know what, let's try a different direction uh, when it comes to chief of staff. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to working with, with John Kelly. He's been a tremendous secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. I've enjoyed working with him for the last six months. And I'm actually excited about the next several months. Yeah. Well, I got news for you. Good for you. I would agree with you. I think this president does like generals. And I don't think there's a damn thing wrong with that. I think that is, that's a good thing. I really do. I think it's a good thing. Because a guy like John Kelly knows how to get stuff done. He knows how to get people to do things. And it's all about motivation, isn't it? I think it is. I think it's about somebody who's the chief of staff or whatever the position is, who's able to inspire his team to do what needs to get done. Now, look, you're working in the White House. You've all, you, you already know you've got a, a big responsibility. Whatever your job is, I don't even care what your job is. You've got a big responsibility. You're not going to see the president on a regular basis. But you might see the chief of staff, and that chief of staff has to be somebody who is able to get you to do what needs to be done. And I'm telling you, General Kelly is absolutely a guy who can do that. Absolutely the guy who can do that. I think it's good. All right, uh, Mick Mulvaney also weighing in on this idea that since they've screwed up health care, health insurance, Obamacare, Trump care, right, whatever it is we're calling it this week, uh, there's got to be some way, some way to rein it back in. There's got to be some way to get this thing to go right. Mulvaney number two. 
Yeah, yeah, actually, I talked to the president at length about that exact issue yesterday, and I think his attitude is this, and his attitude is pretty simple. Uh, keep in mind, he, he does have this way of channeling a large number of the American uh, public, and what he's saying is, look, if Obamacare is hurting people, and it is, then why shouldn't it hurt insurance companies and, more importantly, perhaps for this discussion, members of Congress? There is a certain uh, benefit that members of Congress get uh, as part of an OPM decision from a couple years ago. And I think the president simply looking at this and going, is this fair? Is it fair that Obamacare is hurting people, that if you live in a county that's what we call now a bare county with no coverage, if you're obliged by law to buy something that's not for sale and that's hurting you, or if you've got a coverage but can't afford to go to the doctor and that's hurting you, uh, shouldn't insurance companies and members of Congress uh, bear some of that burden as well? So uh, I'm familiar with that issue. We'll see what happens as we move forward. That's the part that would do it, don't you think? If the White House said, look, you nitwits over there in Congress, you get all this special funding. Did you know that? I didn't even know that up until now. Up until I heard this, I didn't know that they were getting special funding. Right? You and I are stuck paying our bills. We we got to figure out how to pay the rent or the mortgage. You got to pay for a car, perhaps. You got to pay for health insurance, whether you want it or not. You got to you got to pay all that. These uh, highly esteemed profiles and courage who serve in the House Senate, you're paying for them. So now the president says, well, you know what? Maybe the best thing that could happen, maybe this is the way we could do this, is to uh, dial back the help we give to them. Maybe if they had to experience firsthand the pain that all the rest of us are going through, maybe then, maybe then, we could uh, get them to see the light. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.